Welcome to episode two of the unofficial Dungeon Saga podcast. Uh, there's already a lot to cover, as the first day has been pretty explosive uh, on the Kickstarter page already. Uh, so we'll get into it very soon. Uh, first of all, I want to um, say kind of overnight as I've been thinking about what to do for the podcast, I think of lots of advantages of of having a daily podcast, especially when you've got a Kickstarter, which is changing uh, day by day. Uh, and I've got a few ideas for topics uh, which I'd like to go over in, in future. Um, I can sort of preview the components as they as they're as they're coming out and the stretch goals. Talk about whether I think bits are bits and pieces are uh, value for money and if the whole thing's value for money overall. Um, go over the mechanics. I know that the rules will be coming out, or at least uh, uh, alpha versions of the rules will be released quite soon. And go over how how I think those work. Um, maybe actually do uh, an actual play video if anyone's interested in seeing that, uh, uh, seeing myself and my friends play play the game. Uh, also talk about Kickstarter. If you're not sure how to work the Kickstarter, especially as there's going to be add-ons coming out, there was an add-on um, announced over the uh, first day. And... Um, also, maybe some advice on how to do a bit of modelling and whether that's something like because certainly the first add-on kit that's come out uh, will be including not the not the board game uh, miniatures that we're going to see for most of the game, but the uh, war game miniatures, which require maybe a wee bit of modelling and putting pieces together. Which if if you're coming from a board game background into or a role playing uh, sort of background into this game. Uh, you might not be too uh, interested in, or maybe maybe a little reticent about getting into, um, you know, using hobby knives and super glue and that sort of thing. But if there is anything else you'd, you'd like to uh, voice, then uh, get in touch with me uh, through the uh, dicingwithdesign.com uh, website. You'll find contact details there. So I thought I'd start off the podcast proper by going over what exactly is on offer in the Kickstarter and give my brief thoughts on on what's there. I'll start off with uh, the bog standard uh, start of the the start of the Kickstarter uh, offerings, what you're getting for what they said you're getting for a hundred dollars US plus your shipping uh, if you're in various parts of the world uh, for your hundred dollars at one thirty yesterday, or ninety five dollars if, like me, you're sitting at your computer waiting to get on that uh, earlier bird special. Uh, right. So here's what here's what it's saying you're getting. You're getting four hero uh, miniatures. Okay, Orlaf the Barbarian, Daenor the Wizard, Rordin the Dwarf, and Madriga the Elf. Uh, all pretty familiar from uh, for anyone who has played Hero Quest. I will be talking about Hero Quest as we as we go on through this. This is uh, this is part of why I'm getting excited about this. Uh, these sorts of heroes. Um, yeah, the miniatures look good. I'm I'm quite impressed that they're one uh, one piece sculpts, or at least, or maybe pre constructed for you and good to go out of out of the box because. Uh, 
you don't get it doesn't look like the standard um, standing bolt standing bolt upright sort of sculpts uh, all kind of looking two-dimensional which is what you usually get if, if you're if you're not getting a miniature and gluing it together gluing parts of it together yourself uh, so that looks fine. Uh, two villains, uh, Mortibris and Elshara. Uh, Mortibris has been put together. Looks like Elshara is still in the concept stage. Uh, Mortibris being the evil necromancer who's trying to take the uh, the secret book of the uh, uh, magic book that the dwarves are, are trying to hide in their in their caves or had tried to hide in their caves. And Elshara. Um, is the elf who took the book to them, but seems to have been driven kind of insane and undead uh, from from the concept. It looks quite cool. So they're the two evil bosses, what it looks like. Uh, next, nine skeletons. Uh, looks like three sculpts, three different uh, types of skeleton model. Uh, one with a scythe, again. Uh, Going back to the going back to Hero Quest days, looks quite similar to that. Uh, one with a sword and shield. Uh, one with a bow and arrow, so right away, uh, just like the elf, looks like we're going to be getting some uh, rules for uh, shooting arrows in this game. Uh, and you get three each of those. Um, and then six zombies. Uh, one that looks to be wielding some sort of, uh, sorry, two sculpts again, so two types of, of model. Uh, three of them... And the sculpt with uh, carrying a sword, and one of them just looking like he's about to clothesline someone. Actually, looks like some WWE style action. Um, yeah, I like these monsters. I, I think they look really good. These are, these are very nice paint job on them, actually, uh, and in in the pictures. Um, and I look forward to as, as a hobbyist getting my hands on these and painting them. I would like to see a little more variety, and maybe we'll see that as a stretch goal um, as we go on. So what do you think about that, guys? Um, uh, do you think those those models will do the job, or are we looking for, we're looking for more models? Uh, looks like we then got a set of decks. Necromancer card deck. Don't know what that is, but it looks interesting. Okay. Know thy foe cards, which looks like, looks like just info cards. Although there's also a necromancer panel, which looks like it's got a, a quick reference for all of the all of the the monsters on there as well uh, so we'll see maybe get more information as that comes out okay a treasure card deck yes I can imagine imagine uh, um, flipping cards over as you as you're creeping through the dungeon uh, looking looking for 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 some nice loot as the heroes equipment card deck so it looks like some quick uh, references there for some equipment that you can find or buy um, injury, magic, turn, and bone counters. Uh, so some chits there to, to help you run the game. Uh, then then there's the, the dungeon tile pack. That looks quite similar in the kind of shapes that we got from the original Dwarf King's Hold game from Mantix. From Mantic uh, Games. Uh, we've been told that these are much higher quality uh, and certainly much thicker than the kind of... Uh, not flimsy because the original... Um, Dwarf King's hold uh, tiles were actually quite a nice backing on them, but they were very, th you know, they, they looked a little wee bit sort of waterproof, like some sort of vinyl on the back. Um, so quite high quality print, but really quite thin, and, and the illustrations on them were, uh, and, and textures didn't seem to be a bit out of scale with the, with the models that were on them. 
Uh, so look forward to some improvements there. Card dungeon furniture. Uh, I, I think the the aim is to, with stretch goals, get some plastic furniture there. Dice. Six-sided dice, so as not to scare uh, uh, normal people who are maybe a bit scared off by 10, 28-sided dice, things like that. Uh, the rule book, of course. Um, card range rulers. Now, range rulers did surprise me. Um, one of the things I like about playing with board games is the fact that you don't have to deal with tape measures or range rules or anything like this. You have squares that you can count up. Um, so I'm surprised to see card range rulers um, in there. Uh, we'll maybe see how those work. And the, I'm guessing with the shooting and even maybe the magic system. Uh, so I look forward to see what uh, Jake Thornton's got, the designer Jake Thornton's got in store for us there. Uh, especially as he's actually recently designed a game, uh, Dead Zone, uh, and one of the major selling points of that was the fact that you count up ranges not with a tape measure, even though it's a miniatures game, uh, but by counting up the number of squares, or it's 3D, so the number of cubes, you just count up the number of cubes between yourself and your target. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see uh, how that comes out. Um, on top of that, there are uh, the advanced rules. So there are more counters, more cards, and the adventurer's companion. Uh, after, so after you finish the basic uh, campaign uh, with the basic rules, uh, with set out scenarios, this is what was called the. Uh, it's called something horrible, actually, like the, the book of depravity. You, uh, in in the run up to the campaign, um, but this is the basically how to take on the game, uh, much further, make it much more of a hobby game, something where you're designing your own uh, scenarios, and may have a lot more control over the advancement of your character, and make it more of a kind of an old school. Uh, you know, D&D style experience. Uh, also, uh, there's the Kickstarter, exclu Kickstarter exclusives. Uh, signed print of the cover art. Now, I've not been 100% behind all of the art that's come out, but the cover art does look very nice. So, um, uh, for, for the box. And so you get a signed print of that, uh, signed by Ronnie Renton, um, who's in charge over at... Uh, Mantic Games, a resin miniature uh, of Keldan, who looks like uh, uh, some sort of bonus hero there, and also an exclusive um, dungeon journal. Shall see what that is. I, I, that might be related to the the Mantic Journal, which was the which is Mantic's old newsletter. So maybe it's in that format, and maybe some sort of hobby tips in there or something. Uh, maybe more on that later. Okay, so at uh, one thirty on the fourth of, of uh, on the fourth of August, that was uh, put out to the world. Uh, I got in early and uh, was one of the first five hundred fifty people. And um, within four minutes, uh, this kind of became old news as uh, the project reached its funding goal of fifty thousand dollars. Uh, 
and then we're into the stretch goals. And as I look at the time there, I see I've already gone over the time that I would uh, was sort of budgeting out for each episode. What I'm going to do is, I think I'll draw a line there, and I'll do a second episode today. And I'll go over briefly uh, everything else that's being offered in, in this. If, if you think I've been uh, talking rubbish about anything, then get in touch through the DicingWithDesign.com uh, website. You'll find me on Twitter, at Grant Sensei. And apart from that, I'll look forward to speaking to you um, later on today. Cheerio.